0: This is the Higher Hope Ministry broadcast with Pastor Reginald Poe. Now, here is today's message. Good day. Today we're going to consider God continuing with the attributes of God. That God is our stronghold. In Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, verse 33, the word of God says that I will be their God. Let me share this with you. Christian, he is all thou canest require to make thee happy. Thou wantest something that shall satisfy thee and is not this enough? If thou can this promise into thy cup, wilt thou not say, What with David my cup runneth over? I have more than heart can wish. With this is filled, I am thy God. Art thou not possessor of all things? Desire is insatiable as death, but he who fitteth all in all can fill it. The capacity of our lives, who can measure? But the in- immeasurable wealth of God can more than overflow it. I ask thee, if thou art not com- p- complete with God, is thine. Doest thou want anything but God? Do you desire anything but God? And if you desire something other than God's will for your life, you are going down the wrong road. Is not his all-sufficiency enough to satisfy thee? If all else should fail. But thou wantest more than quite satisfaction. Thou desired rampant delight. Come, soul, hear his music, feel for heaven in this thy portion, for God is the maker of heaven. Not all the music blown from sweet instruments or drawn from living strings can yield such melody as this sweet promise, I will be their God. Here is a deep sea of bliss, a sureless ocean of delight, Come. Bathe thy spirit in it, swim in age, and thou shalt find no shore. Die throughout eternity, and thou shalt find no bottom. I will be their God. If this do not make thine eyes sparkle, and thy heart beat high with bliss, then assuredly thy soul is not in a healthy state." But thou wantest more than present delight. Thou cravest something concerning which thou may exercise hope. And what more canst thou hope for than the fulfillment of this great promise? I will be thy God. This is the masterpiece of all the promises. Its enjoyment makes a heaven below and will make a heaven above. Dwell in the light of thy Lord, and let thy soul be always ravished with his love. Get out the miral of fatness with his portions use thee. Live up to the privileges and rejoice with unspeakable joy. Talking about God from Jeremiah the 31st chapter verse 33 saying I will be their God. God want to be your God, just like he is my God. God is our stronghold. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. Nahum, the first chapter, verse 7. God knows the ones who trust him. Do you trust God or you just say within yourself, I'm going to have an appearance of trusting God, thereby, whatever I am in a religious circle, I won't be questioned. This verse is an island in the stormy lake of Nahum prophecy. All is calm in this verse, though the whole content context is tossed with tempest. The text is full of God and brim, brims over with his praise. I will be your God, says God. God himself, Jehovah is good. Good in himself essentially and independently. Good eternally and unchangeably. Good in all his acts of grace. Good in His all of his acts of grace toward you. Not only you, me also. Good in his present act, be it what it may. Whosoever else may or may not be good, we know that the Lord is good. Matthew 19, verse 17. He's a God to us, a stronghold in the day of trouble. Under special circumstances, our resort. The day of trouble, when trial is special and vehement. The day of trouble, temporary, but yet long enough to last through our life unless the Lord prevent. The day of trouble, when within, without, around, there seems to be only care and fear and want and grief. We have to maintain our peace. We must defy our foes, who dares not attack such a fortress, the fortress who have latched onto the term, the scripture. God is my God. God also is the God of the needy. He's a refuge for them. Now, let's look at the word needy. Needy meaning that persons don't have what they need in order to accomplish a certain thing. But in the spirit realm, needy, the term, the word, is talking about how much we need God and what he wants to do for us. God's with us. He knoweth them that trust in him. We've spoken this already. But to reaffirm the word of God the foundation upon which the word of God stands is sure repetition is necessary. His tender care to supply all their necessities, all their, talking about us. His love and communion with them, them who is them, us, which is the best proof that they are known to him and are his beloved friend. He opens his open acknowledgement. He owns them now and will confess them before the assembled worlds. Revelation 3, verse 5. We, when we were in the Yosemite Valley lately, our driver told us of a series of traffic earthquakes which visited the valley several years ago. A few inhabitants who dwelled there were thrown out of their beds in the night. Frail cottages were overturned. Loose rocks when hurled down from the precipitant into the valley. These shocks were repeated for several days, talking about an earthquake, until the people were panic stricken, and ready for despair. And the question was asked this individual, What did you do? The driver pointed to the mighty and immovable rock, El Capitan, which rises for 10,000 feet on the south side of the valley and has a base of three solid miles, he replied. We determined to go to the camp under El Capitan, for if that ever moved, we knew the world would be coming to an end. Talking about God, El Capitan. People have different names for God, but if you are trusted in God, God knows if you say to someone, he's my captain. He's my uh, 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 captain on a ship. He's my captain in a plane. He's my captain in a submarine. Whatever you have type of captain, you've assigned him. As long as you are trusting in God, and believing in God, and surrendered to God, then God knows what you mean. Many talk of trusting God when indeed they know nothing of real faith. How are we to know who, who is and who is not? That's what a believer said. This question is hard to answer in times of prosperity, but not in the day of trouble. Then the true true truster is calm and quiet in his God, and the mere pretender is at wit's end. Now, when we are prospering, many Christians don't study Scripture the way they should. They don't pray the way they should. They don't call upon God the way they should. But when trouble comes, it's all God, but God knows your heart. This word seems to hint as much: Everybody can find a bird's nest in winter when the trees are bare, but the green leaves hide them, so are believers discovered by adversity. One thing, however, should be should never be forgotten, whether we know believer or not. God knows them. He does not include one hypocrite in the number nor exclude one sincere truster, even though he be of little faith. He knows in and universally. Does he know me? Does God know you? Even me? Even you? As one of those who trust in him. The Lord knows them that are his, and they know him as their stronghold. Have I such knowledge? Do you have such knowledge of God? Is God your stronghold? Is he your God? Someone that you trust in. Someone that you believe in. Someone that you have put total confidence and see upon him. If you are, that's a very good thing. If you are not, then I strongly suggest to you to begin to see God in all of his righteousness, asking that God bless you and God keep you in all things.